This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts Starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric on with me this morning. We're going to try a little little something new. Eric, how you feeling? Todd, I'm doing well. You know, we've discussed in the past that some of the early Toddcast episodes, uh, you flying solo in your car on Bluetooth with windows down, everything like that, might not be the easiest on the, the listening ears. So, Correct. But there is some quality content in there, especially if you're into Todd, the creator <laughs> of said Toddcast, right? Uh, for the most part, the early episodes were you telling stories about your life and and other aspects correct exactly you know when you're faced with creating and hosting a, a podcast all all of your own and you don't really have a i don't know schedule or agenda or whatever and you're just like well what do i talk about now maybe i'm an egomaniac but it, a lot of it tended to go towards let me just tell stories about myself and it was a little autobiographical so, yeah, there was a lot of that, and it all does sound like garbage. Well, <laughs> so I, was I mean, that's, that, that was the, yeah, um, that's the and, worst part. Yeah, and I'm hesitant to point people towards the older episodes because they sound like garbage, and I feel like that does not reflect on the, the quality standards that we've, over time, learned to achieve here at the Toddcast. So, you had well, an idea we, for us to perhaps have a bit of a redo on those and make them, you know, actually listenable. That is kind of somewhat of the concept here because, you know, the fact is the stories are good and, you know, we don't necessarily push anyone to listen to the early episodes for said reasons, but the stories are well, uh, nicely told, they're fun, and um, I believe they shouldn't just be wiped away from the archives. So instead, um, now that you have somewhat of a um, moderator, which would be myself in this situation, we are going to bring along everyone to tell you will allow you to tell your story which we understand is it's pretty self-indulgent you know we like to hear our own stories and so forth but um if you're listening to the podcast especially this far along you probably appreciate uh yourself myself and and, you know those surrounding us so we're going to do um we're going to put your audio autobiography it's going to be an audio biography, a self-indulgent audio biography, Todd M. Hersey, and we're going to start this series and continue on until we get to present day uh, or we feel like stopping. That sounds like is an excellent plan and as much planning as we've ever really had <laughs> well, going I on did write, the podcast. I like it. I did write down the, the title so that way I don't screw it up, which I imagine I will at some point in time. So That's without fair. further ado, the self-indulgent audio biography of Todd M. Hersey. We will start, Todd, when were you born and where were you born? Because I don't even know if I could rattle off where you're born. I am, um, and this may come as a surprise to some people, I am technically a West Virginian. You and I grew up in, in the Ohio Valley, which to us is, you know, the sort of the area where Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania all sort of meet up right there along the, the Ohio River. And while we've spent most of our lives, the growing up years in in Ohio, in in Martins Ferry or in the surrounding areas, uh, when I was born, the folks lived in a place on Wheeling Island. And I was born in one of the local hospitals in Wheeling. Can't remember which, I I assume Wheeling Hospital? Could have been. (laughs) Uh, I feel like there are two... 
I feel like there's two, but I don't know if 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 the Ohio Valley Medical Center was in existence back in 1975. Oh, well, I'm but, sure uh, it was. I'm sure it was. It almost seems like it would have been more likely that one. That one yeah. seems pretty old. Um, I like to call it the uh, Willy Wonka Tower or the, you know, of the Ohio Valley. It has a really cool smokestack that has like OVMC on it. It's been vacant for the last several years and they shut that down this year. So I'm, I, I would say it's a 50-50 toss if you were born at Ho- Wheeling Hospital or OVMC. But yeah, needless yeah. to say, you were, but you were born in Wheeling. Yeah. I mean, and in any case, the folks lived in Wheeling at the time. Until I was, I want to say, about four, and then we moved to Ohio and sure. never looked back. Uh, <laughs> so hold on, hold no, on. It was... Here, here's something. You have been, you have been a West Virginian longer than I have. Just that's, to let you that's know. True. That's true. I, that's now, true. Now, now, in you're, coming you're... time, I'm going to beat you. I will beat you oh, unless yes. something crazy happens. Well, but if you lived well, there for four years, whew, I would, I would, I would have to move back, <laughs> or you would have to exit. And given that you just got into your new house, that seems unlikely. And I don't know how likely it is for me to move back to West Virginia. Sure. Things are, things are pretty good here in the Columbus area. And if, if I go anywhere, it's going to be, you know, out West most likely, but yes, if we get enough people in grocery stores screaming, (laughs) Oh, you might just head back to become a mountaineer. Uh, Just, just anywhere really (laughs) (laughs) is kind of what that breaks down to. Yeah. you're, You're not wrong. What year were you born? So it was 75 and other, other little fun fact. I was actually born on Easter. Uh-huh. You know, Easter being one of those sort of floating, rotating holidays. No one can ever really figure out when that should be unless you cheat and look at a calendar. Mm-hmm. In, in, well, 70, I... <laughs> in 75, the, you know, the day, the day that it fell actually ended up being the day I was born. So I is... did a cheat. I cheated. So okay. I went online and I just wanted to make sure I, you're, you're telling the truth here. Not that I'm okay. going to call you, you know, you never know when Professor Todd jumps on this, <laughs> these calls. But I did yeah. type in when was Easter in 1975. And indeed, it was March 30th. Indeed. Um, now, if you were a year off, it would have been April 18th. So you, you did get lucky. Yeah. So does yeah. mom, does well, mom call I mean, you anything special because, um, because oh. you were born on Easter? Oh, my, for, for, for the entirety of my life, she, she regularly refers to me as her bunny boy, which yeah. is, you know, adorable when you're, when you're an infant and, you know, possibly up to, I would say the point where you start going to school, that's all well and fine. There's definitely a period, I would say pretty much from kindergarten through 18 at a minimum, possibly into your twenties to where being called bunny boy by your mom in private is fine. And is and is endearing and, and is lovely. Hearing that be being called that in any sort of public forum is embarrassing. And then once you get out of your twenties, you're like, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> she yeah. she'd call me well, bunny boy. You know, <laughs> she likes me. That's great. I like That's I'm not it. gonna complain. So it's it's well, all good. Well, um, I was gonna say, should I take down the shirts that I have of your face and ears <laughs> on on the website? Are we no longer selling bunny boy if, shirts? You know, if 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 they're bringing in the coin, uh, who am I to argue against? All that? right, you know, that's so, okay. Yeah, that's if it. I mean, I'm in such esteemed company as the Justin Benline. I how can I argue against that? Really? All you right. Know. So you were you were born on Easter. Does that obviously that should have gave you a sweet tooth? Isn't that just how it works? Like when you're born. On an, on a holiday such as Easter, you should just love chocolate. You know, I I never really put that together and thought of it in that regard, but you're you're possibly not wrong because I I do have quite the sweet tooth. Um, I've managed to curb that slightly as I've gotten older, started well, to you know <laughs> break down as as an old 
but no, I would, I mean, I growing up, I would take hits directly from the sugar bowl. We, <laughs> we had, we had one of those Tupperware deals that, that had like the little flip lids that one, one side was big enough. You could put a spoon in the other one was sort of a smaller sort of pour spout. And I would just, when no one was looking, flip up one of those and literally take hits straight from the sugar bowl. That sounds great. I mean, like, you did have two things going against you here. Born on Easter, which is notorious for giant chocolate bunnies. Last yeah. name, Hersey, which is notoriously yeah. mispronounced and, and confused with Hershey, which is right. known as the biggest chocolate manufacturer. Um, so you are just bad. Like, honestly, if you came out saying, yeah, I don't like chocolate, there, there would have been problems, right? Yeah, it would seem suspect. You're, I mean, you're science. Not. We're talking science here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's been a bit of a, a sweet tooth situation th throughout, for right, sure. So and I never normally, really pieced that together yeah. with the, the Easter birthday, but you, you may be on to something there. I'm sure. Well, I mean, now, this is going to – have you had a birthday on Easter since? Has that – uh, I feel like there's been at least one, maybe two. There have been a few Palm Sunday birthdays. Oh, okay. Like, because it's not like, oh, your, your birthday's on Christmas, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. sort of a deal no. because it does rotate and because it rotates so wildly you oh, know like uh, you, yeah. like <laughs> i feel like in the in the 46 years there's been one or two i'd have to go online to to fact check that i know there've been a few palm sundays thrown in there which really is not really a holiday worth i mean it's a holiday and if that's important to you rock on but it's not like you know have you ever received a palm sunday card Eric, gone to a Palm Sunday celebration? Uh, you know, I don't think I have, but I think it's just it's because I don't choose the right people to hang out with. I that's, choose the, <laughs> the low lifes. Um, that's that's, that's the problem. That's um, my... So, yeah, it's happened. It's happened a couple of times. And it's well, I can tell you because I'm, oh. I'm doing some research as we I found a nifty little website. Um, it has happened on two occasions in 1986 and 1997. Those were the Easter Sundays uh, <laughs> unless. Let me check. I'm up to 2015 now. I have to do some manual typing. Um, let's see if there's any other days. That's it so far. Well, I know it has. I know it hasn't happened since 2015. I mean, that's recent enough that even my old brain can remember. 86 sounds about right because, like I said, I remember being a very little kid, and that was kind of a kind of a bummer because, like, your birthday is your big day. You get all your mm -hmm. your gifts and prizes, and you know, Easter is a big day because you get your bucket of candy. Well. You'd think if they happen at the same time, it's just double extra bonus. No, it's your prize Not package gets diluted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the uh, the attention and energy goes elsewhere. And then 97 makes sense that I wouldn't remember that because I would have been in the Navy. Yeah, I would have been Navy, off yeah. somewhere. There probably wasn't much of a, a big to-do being done about that. And I would have been, let's see, 75 to 97. How old would I have been, Eric? Come on, Matt. Well, I don't know. Uh, 22 20 is right? something is the point yeah. if it's not 21 it's a birthday it's like eh, whatever so it wouldn't yeah. have really stuck out so well and good news to you at least for the website i was on it goes up until 2025 and we don't have one in store so you won't have to celebrate okay. your birthday with the easter bunny anytime soon so that is fantastic news well and it, so and it really it hasn't been about the easter bunny for a while like oh, there was right. I'm, I'm sure at some point in the self-indulgency, we'll we'll cross this bridge again. Oh, but you know, there have like been twenty chapters. <laughs> <laughs> there have been instances in my life where I've been particularly religious, and there have been points in my life where I've been particularly non-religious. Mom, however, has been a rock the whole way through. She is she's very fond of her Lord and Savior. Sometimes during my teen years, to to what I felt was my detriment, 
Um, mm -hmm. She was very much into Jesus and not at all into anything I was about. And there was a part of me, selfish, little self-indulgent part of me back in the day that used to take pleasure in knowing that for at least one day, I was more important than Jesus when I was born and it was Easter. <laughs> I, 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 I let that ego trip ride a little bit. Uh, again, I've, I've sort of mellowed out and don't, don't necessarily take that view anymore, but yeah, it was never about me versus the bunny. <laughs> no, no, you've always had a, a higher power that you're fighting, obviously. So you were born. We, we've established the, the connection with said Easter. Um, what, if any, do you remember of your or earliest days? I mean, you lived on the island. You said you lived there until four. Do you have memories of being on Wheeling Island, the flood zone? Well, I mean, it's, strangely enough, the flood flood zone is some of my earliest memories because we lived we lived in a house on the island. It was a two story affair with a basement. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I don't remember a whole lot about it, but one of the one of the memories I had was at one point there was a flood, like not a completely wipe out the whole thing flood, like I guess a minor flood, like the basement had flooded. Okay. And I remember, you know, it was a basement. So we had a bunch of stuff stored down there. And, you know, like you do in basements, there's that, you know, hole in the middle of the floor for drainage. Sure. Sure. Right. And I remember that that was a thing and we had stuff stored down there. And one point there was, you know, I guess we knew a flood was coming. And so they'd moved all of the various, you know, the bikes and boxes and all that stuff up to the second floor in what would have been Dawn's room. Mm -hmm. And it was all, all piled up around there. And I had some sort of like oversized plastic silver coin. I have no idea what it was from. You know, the little novelty coin things. Sure. You get. They're like, you know, an inch, yeah, inch or heads, two in yeah. diameter. Yeah, yeah, those things. And I remember placing it on the floor in the approximate location where the drain would be so that we would have a representation of the drain in what was the new basement, as I called it which I don't know why that sticks out, but that's, that's, that's just a memory I've, I've got. That's, um, yeah, that is a weird, you know, <laughs> toddler memory that we've all, I think we all have some of those. Like, why would this stick out in all the things if you've done, you know? So it uh, oh, must yeah. be some link to some traumatic, like, experience of the flood, not knowing probably what the hell's going on, uh, you know? I, I guess, yeah, because everything else, everything else that I remember from, from that time period from that house is trauma. Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> well, well, hopefully I, you don't I, have too many memories then. Well, uh, there there are two there are two that come to mind. One is I was little, like I was I was old enough to move about the house and walk around and do things on my own, but young enough to where I probably shouldn't have been. Like it was like a Saturday morning or something, and I woke up before the parents and and broke loose and was wandering around doing stuff and probably somebody should have been awake and actually both of these stories feature that general scenario mm -hmm. um one of which is i was in the living room and i found a lighter i don't know if it was mom's or dad's they both both smoked cigarettes at the time but i found the lighter and somehow managed to catch the carpet on fire oh yeah um so my my arson based activities had an early start there not necessarily intentionally but so that that i remember I don't I don't remember burning myself, but I do remember catching the carpet on fire and there being smoke and being in trouble, but not really in trouble because, you know, you're little and didn't know what you were doing and they shouldn't have left the layers out. But at the same time, holy crap, you've got the carpet on fire kind of a thing. Uh, I remember it being scary more so than, than painful, but it definitely sticks out. 
you're less than you're younger than four at this point in time. You said. I I mean yeah I would have it would have been three or four. We I mean you're talented. We moved, you're you're quite we, talented. Well, you got to realize um, a hard for an adult to to start unless there were now, different lighters nowadays. See, that's the thing. For it's it's people like me that we now have, you know, <laughs> child child safety lighters that are, that you know have the little things where it's it's harder to to make them happen. Back in the day, it was real easy. <laughs> as okay. is evidenced by the operation by, you know, the 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 4-year-old. So that was that was one of the, the memories. And then the other one, again, similar situation. I got up earlier than, than everybody else. And I had seen dad shave. Oh. And and figured, well, this is a thing boys do. I, I should do this. Which is kind of a horrifying concept to begin with, you know, some little four year old with a razor. Uh yeah. It gets better or worse, depending on your perspective. Cause you know, all I know is I saw I'd see dad go into the into the bathroom in front, you know, in front of the the, the mirror in the sink and put this white stuff all over his face and then he'd take the razor and, and scrape it off and whatever and that that's how you shaved i'm like i said three four i can't read all i know is that it's you know this white stuff that you put on your face well there's shaving cream and then there is noxema which mom would oh. put on her face for her purposes and okay. if you don't know the difference you know you kind of find <laughs> out so i you know <laughs> lathered up with the noxema and, you know, broke out the, the big disposable and and started to, you know, do the thing. And like you do the first time you shave, you nick yourself, yeah. which is bad enough on its own. But I don't know if you've ever gotten Noxema in a cut. Um, uh, I don't recommend it. Yes. It, is, it yeah. is super not fun. Doing that on a, you know, three, three and a half year old neck wound is not great and i'm pretty sure my yells woke up half the neighborhood um and mom comes in you know and i'm screaming bloody murder i've got you know noxema all over my face and you know again you cut your you, you've cut yourself shaving it, you you bleed pretty profusely even if it's oh, just yeah. the most minor of cuts so you know you've got a three-year-old with a, with a minor cut that's being, you know, exacerbated by the burning of the Noxema. Like, I'm sure it looked like some sort of grisly murder scene when she walked in. And, uh, yeah, I have I have pretty distinct memories of that happening. So, yeah, I think I've good times. so. Yeah, I would almost <laughs> say that, number one, why locks on your doors or cage, one of the two at this point in time. You, uh, yeah, I can kind of picture. So you seem to be... Um, a little not mischievous but um ornery maybe i, I don't know to, to do or adventurous to, for that matter to, to be participating in why little, why not all things. three <laughs> <laughs> sure sure yeah i just you know with miles being four right now i can think of that but like i you know i'm razors are not anywhere to be found near him because i could see him doing that as well yeah um yeah the fire situation uh guarantee that he would probably do the same but luckily people like you have paved the way to help parents like myself <laughs> if we want to sleep in and the young miles just decides to get up what other things at the you know at this point in time you were living on the island um mom and dad how old were they mom was probably what 20 some when she had you Oh uh, yeah, so dad dad would have been twenty five, mom would have been twenty when I was born. So okay. they they were so, they were still young very, parents, very young, very young young folk. Yeah. yeah, dad was still dad was still working with uh, was it National Mine Service working okay. on electronics, 
uh, and communications gear for for coal miners back when that was a thing in the valley. Yeah. Mom was for the most part a stay at home mom. I do remember there being some period in time there where she worked in the evenings, I believe, as a waitress somewhere. Because I do remember there being times where she would be off at work and it'd just be me and Dawn and Dad hanging hanging at the house doing some stuff. And how old was Dawn? So Dawn is, is what, five years older than you or so? Four-ish years older than me. Did you guys move to the island? Were you guys already living in the island? I mean, was that something that you guys were already there for a couple of years before you were born or did you guys recently move there you know um see now you're getting into prehistory that i don't know that i really paid that much i mean i knew they lived on the island before me I, there yeah. was the house that i remember there was actually a a house prior to that as i like when i was born that's where they lived and then they moved okay. to a different house on the island and that's the one that i remember until we ended up moving Sure. to Ohio out in the sticks, which, like I said, I roughly placed somewhere around me being five because we moved up there. And then shortly thereafter, I started kindergarten. Uh, so. uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the next, you know, the, so at this point in time, you guys, you were alone. You were two kids until 81 when Crystal was born. But for the most yeah. part, you, you guys dwelled on the island. Did you have pets at the time? Yeah, we had, uh, let me, let me see if I can, I can remember all, all, all the names. Um, we had a, a large dog-sized dog. Oh, good. That, that if memory serves, I can't remember. He, he was shaggy. I remember he had okay. long hair because he'd get out in the backyard and get muddy and it would clump up on him and, oh, and that'd be weird and fun. A random memory that I believe was called Smokey. Okay, I've heard of said Smokey. At one point, we had we got a second dog. That was still a dog-sized dog, but a shorter hair. I, I want to say Beagle, but I don't. Okay. I, I'm. I mean, I imagine both of them were, for lack of a kinder word, mutts. You know what I mean? But I feel like the second dog, who of course was called Winston, if you're noticing a theme here. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, he was. He was a shorter hair, and I think there was a fair bit of Beagle in him, because I. I remember as a youth saying. Well, he can't be a beagle. Snoopy's supposed to be a beagle, and and Winston isn't black and white like Snoopy is. So how is that mm-hmm. one? Like just because you know you those are the good questions. Things. No, those I are mean, the questions. You know. <laughs> we should be asking these day this day. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then we had a gray cat named Cloudy that was because it was uh, hanging around Smokey too much. Smokey and Winston, you know that, yeah. that's that's how that worked. Yeah, and they were they were good. Smokey didn't move with us, and I don't know if it's that we just didn't bring him and he went somewhere, or if he died. I would have been too young to have really got that, and really they could have fed me any story, and I would have believed it, and I've never mm-hmm. you know gone back. Perhaps mom will fact check and send us a polo telling us all about what happened to Smokey. I once I almost airs. feel like this entire episode will be fact checked and and. <laughs> And we can <laughs> include audio messages as bonuses yes. on the website. Yes, perhaps. Um, for this is this is Todd, you know, telling a story of when he was <laughs> less than four, <laughs> um, forty years <laughs> later. So right. um, we'll see yeah. how, how how accurate everything is. Yeah, at that time that was the that was the pet head count. Oh, good. Later, later in life that would expand and contract and and so on and so forth. But don't want to get too too far ahead of ourselves here in no, chapter no. one. Now, this is chapter one, and I think what will happen is we'll leave a little bit of a cliffhanger because I think we've covered the Wheeling Island saga 
Todd Hersey's life. And I think in the next installment, we'll talk about the big move to Ohio in which you've, I wouldn't say you've stayed there since, but you're at least you're currently in Ohio. So what, give us, give us a little teaser of things we can expect in the next uh, chapter. We've got the forest of Endor. We've got tadpoles. Mm -hmm. We've got cardboard computers. Okay. The twin combination of my first script slash silly putty. And All right. what what else can we throw in for the, the explosions and fire? Well, that's that's way further down the line. I thought okay. you were talking more immediate situations. Oh no, like, no, like I just the, assumed oh, a six oh, year old far, Todd would have <laughs> would have explosions and fire as well. No, surprisingly enough, I you know be, after after I caught the carpet on fire, I, I didn't really start setting things ablaze until my teen years. And we moved okay. moved into Ferry. There was a nice peaceful lull in the arsenal based well, this situations. Is the, this is a peaceful time. This is a peaceful yes. time and there was no unrest in, in the Hersey household uh, from Todd's misbehaviors, so do we speak. So all right, well I think we'll talk about that in the next installment of the self indulgent audio biography. Excellent. Thank you, Eric. It's been been good telling the stories. Excellent questions. Thank you, listeners. Hopefully you found that entertaining. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you'll find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Mm-hmm.